Action Park Media. Here's the ketchup episode. Ketchup episode with flashbacks. I'm Should we just sing? That was really good. That was like it sounded like some 1950s commercial for. Wait, was TV around then? That's gonna be our. (laughs) That's gonna be our flashback. Diddy, is that what it's gonna be? No, it's not that good. Um, I'm Jessica Hall, and yes, it's been a minute. We had a week off, so let's just spend the next 20 minutes and catch up. Like, what's going on with you? I already had a hell of a morning. I tried to. Okay, you know when you just do something? Okay, let me just start from the very beginning. I went to get gas. I pulled up too much so the, what is it, the gas pipe hose? I don't know. You know this quite, is not our strong suit. I know, the but. gas handle pumper thing? Yeah, so okay. I, it was too far from my gas tank, but I was like, I'm going to make it work. So that means I would have to get back in my car and move it, but I would have to put the pump back, and then it probably make me do my car again. I was just like, this is just too much work. So I was yanking the pump. To put in my car. And I was like, okay, great. It fits. I opened up the gas cap, not realizing the whole time that it was pumping. And, I, you know, this is a Suburban, so it took, like, you know, over 100 bucks to fill. So it's a while. <laughs> it was pushing back my gas cap that's, like, connected to my car that goes in. It looks really nice. Not anymore. I, like, punched out because of my laziness. The gas cap does not shut properly now. Oh, no, and it, it, like, bent it. It bent it. Yes, Exactly. Oh, I'm like, man. you know what, Jessica? Get your lazy ass together. All you had to go was literally three, not even three feet, like a foot, and I would have been fine. It's because we're always in a hurry. Always. You know what? Why that is, is so that? funny. I had to get gas this morning, too, and I hate having to get gas. I wonder if most women feel that way. Like, I'm always, like, totally, like, turned on if Steven will stop and get gas for me. Oh, that's what Kyle does for me. That is, like, the, don't get me flowers. If I get a full <laughs> gas tank, like, that is so hot. Yeah, I hate having to stop and pump gas. Like, it is, like, literally, if I'm going down the street, I'm like, oh, it's the worst thing ever. I'll totally ride mine until I've got, like, one mile left on the tank because okay. I despise doing it. Well, I've done that with a Tesla, which my husband and I both, we have our commuter car which is a Tesla, we take turns like taking it. And that is just driven obviously by like solar. I don't know. <laughs> what, what do I call it? Not, I think they charge it, don't they? There's yeah, but like they a, charge it, but it's from my solar panel. I don't know. Well, you have solar. They're not run on solar. They're run through uh, electricity. I charge it through my solar. Yes, you do. So <laughs> solar provides But I energy. have done that numerous times where it's like, I. It, it's like my cell phone. It looks like a cell phone, like the dashboard. Literally, it looks like, you know, the screen of my cell phone. So when I see it's like the battery's dying, it's like 12%. Nine percent, three percent. I'm on the freeway. I'm like, I'm gonna have a heart attack. I can't live like this. I want to pull over and get gas, but you can't. So that's when I uh, appreciate the gas. Tank. And the Tesla doesn't take gas at all. No. Well, it has carpool karaoke, so that's great. Okay, it has that, but you can't use that if you don't have a battery. No, charge. but if you're stuck on the side of the road, you can have a good time till somebody gets there. No, you can't. Your car's dead. Oh, it won't even turn on. No. Oh man. Yeah. And plus, Why are you guys paying be... all that money for that stupid Tesla? Because you just have to charge it like your phone. Does your phone work if you don't charge it? <laughs> no, actually, my battery's dead currently. Okay, so le- let's talk about you. I-, I was laughing the other day watching your Instagram story. You said a couple episodes ago that, you know, you're staying with your in-laws mm-hmm. and that, you know, obviously it's uh, your sexy time is not exactly what it can be. Non-existent. Uh-huh. And so I was laughing when I was watching your story and I was like, where is she? And then you finally were like, oh, I met my in-laws and it was like a creepy photo of Cinderella. I know. I know. So the way we have, God bless my in-laws, and here we're coming into the final like 
seven or eight days before we get to move into our new house, and we're super excited. Like, everything's moving in that direction. I've got the paint all scheduled, bright and white and nice and everything. I've got the countertops going in. Demo day is like the day they get out, you know. I've got my ordering my farmhouse sink. I'm doing all the things. Why don't, why don't, why don't, white, right? Okay. It's been challenging living with my mother and father-in-law. And I say that, you know, very carefully because I love them. I adore them. I think they're really, really wonderful. But you know what I've learned, Jessica, is that no two families are meant to live under one roof. I think that's like a law. <laughs> like, I don't think you're making that up. I think that's a law. Yeah. So I think the last couple of months have been challenging for all of us at different times. But you know who's living their best lives are Addison and Austin. Like, they've had the best summer ever living with their Mimi and their Poppy and in their room. So Frank and Lynn were really gracious to rearrange the upstairs for us to accommodate us, right? Austin gets his own room and his is in like the grandkids' room or the baby sleep. So unfortunately, there's still a crib in there, but he's got his own twin bed and all his Legos that he can dream of. Then Addison gets one of the other rooms. They moved a twin bed in for her. She's got her play kitchen and all this other stuff. She's living her best life. And then Stephen and I are living in what was the playroom for all the grandkids. Like literally, I should I should like post pictures for everybody to see so people can see what we're living in. But it literally says on the wall playroom, and the wall is like blue and lime green, and there are that's like what it looked like. I know, I know. So that's what it really is. So there are legit like posters of Cinderella on the wall. Yes. So I got to laughing. Because A little I was, creepy though. I know, I know, because it's the first thing that I see. But I was laughing because I was I walk in and I see the dog laying in the bed and she's also living her best life and I was laughing at that but I realized that when I was doing an Instagram stories and I'm staring into the phone there's this creepy poster of Cinderella behind me and people must have been like what is going on I literally was like yes this is what my bedroom currently looks like but I'm glad you said that because I was like where is she Deanna blink twice if you need help like it was strange (laughs) it totally sets the sexy but then I thought about you then I thought about you because you did mention that gosh it's a little hard because this bed that I was given is very squeaky and obviously I don't care what anyone says it would be really hard to, you know, maybe have sex with Get your in husband in your in-laws' house. With, Just period. Even yeah, if period. your bed didn't squeak. Period. Even if so, the bed didn't squeak, it so is you hard have a to squeaky get in the mood. bed with a lime and green you have and Cinderella. Blue. Yeah, staring at you. And so Cinderella had to have been a virgin forever. She still is. I she think. is. She yeah. still is. Yeah. So, so yeah. Needless to say, we're all very excited. Okay, got it. We're all very excited. We're, we're T-minus, you know, seven. We're counting down. We uh, practically pick the kids up from school and drive by the new house and just dream of getting in. Eight days. Eight days. You're going to appreciate it so much more, though, being it was like such a challenge to get there. And with escrow and just everything. I mean, all the things that buying a new house it comes with. Yours is a little extra added. <laughs> They do say it is one of the most stressful times of your entire life. Is buying a house? Yeah. Having children and buying a house. Oh, wow. And I would say those have been some of our most stressful times, like in our marriage, having children and buying a house. See, when we bought our house, I was excited. I was like, hell yeah. And the guy was oh, yeah. awful. I know, but think buying how it stressful from. that was. Like, I was excited. Don't don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it was really stressful. And I think you have shared many times before that that situation was really stressful for you. He wouldn't get out yeah, of the house. Yeah, but it wasn't on my marriage, though. For that, it was more oh. of just like, I cannot believe. And I just kept thinking, okay, I'm just so grateful because the way we got the house was just, it wasn't easy. Back then, it was like no houses were on the market. Mm-hmm. They were not budging on the prices. It's like, you want to be there? This is the only house you have. And it's like, okay, I'll make it my own. I will gut it. I will have to do what I have to do. And... I just, I remember that so well. And on top of that, when you said the most stressful is having kids, well, I was nine months pregnant when I bought that house. I cannot yes. imagine a more difficult time yes. in your life. Uh-huh. Cannot imagine it. Yeah, it was, it was uh, definitely work, but I did not live with the in-laws. <laughs> See, 
there are perks to every store. I, I feel like I, I like I spent so much time at the beginning of this just like being un, you know unhappy with the situation because it was really hard for me. I haven't lived with another like adult you know, since I was like probably 16 years old. So I've been Mm. on my own for a long time. So it was really hard for me to move into someone else's home and not have my own things or my own space or like privacy by any means. And you just can't help it because there's so many of us under one roof. But now that we're in the tail end of it, like I finally feel like I'm truly, really excited to get into the new house and to make it my own and to decorate and put all of our things in it, you know, and sleep in our rooms the first night. And have a, our own bedroom where, you know, where the bed gonna, doesn't squeak. What's it, you know? what's it called? Because I'm not Chris in the house. Is Chris that, in the house. Is that, well, we're going to start. Is that the same? Yeah, we're going to start two <laughs> things, right? We're going to start with our pastor cleansing the air and then maybe Are some, you really? some sage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're I have cleanse the room. I'll take that sage. I'll take it off. I just didn't quite understand how to use the sage. I don't either. So okay. that's why I'm relying <laughs> on the pastor to come over and pray on every room. That I can handle. That I know how to do. So, yeah, we're super duper excited. So... When you said like sage in the house and stuff. So my in-law, not my in we're talking about in-laws. So I'm going to go, it's my father-in-law and he, he's been married now for like five years. So they lived in this old farmhouse in Minnesota and they, they bought it and gutted it and pretty much was making it their own, but slowly, not mm-hmm. right away. So it was like in the transition of um, just getting fixed. And I remember him mentioning, oh, it's haunted. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, right. You know, it's haunted. Everyone says everything's haunted. I'm like, it's not that I don't believe in like spirits or ghosts. I was just kind of like. All right. Well, how bad is this? Oh, I'm sorry. I jumped the story. So no one told me it's haunted just yet. <laughs> Nobody's told me. Okay. So I stayed there for the first time, and it was me and Kyle. And um, I think I was pregnant at the time with my first. And I was sleeping in bed. And I'll never forget this. I just ruined the whole damn story. <laughs> Anyways, I was laying in bed, and I felt a massive amount of weight on my feet. No. No, and I, no. I, I couldn't even lift them up. And I was like trying to turn over to like tell Kyle, move your damn feet. Like this is like. And then when I went to look over, Kyle's kind of curled up with his back towards me and his legs like facing the other way. And then finally the weight just like lifted up. Like someone got up. And I was like, what was that? Zero idea. No, no idea that this house had like some. Uh, no. The hairs Donna? on my arm. So are when I woke up. up that, and I remember just like clinging to Kyle, and I was like, what the hell? And I woke up and I mentioned it to his dad, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, supposedly, you know, this was uh, th- that house back in the 70s was a home to a man, a wife, and their son. And their son died in a drinking and driving accident on the Minnesota, like, bridge that was, like, on the St. Croix River in the 70s. Wow. And I was like, okay. And he goes, yeah. Like, almost every other day, something weird happens and this and that. And he fully admitted it and was telling me all these things. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Because I felt that weight so heavy. Cut to, like, two years later. I'm there. I was like, I'm never saying the night again. <laughs> like that was in the books. Ne- saying the night, but I, uh, Kyle was gone with his brother doing something, and I went to go visit his dad and his uh, stepmom. And they put like a little pack and play upstairs. And I was like, okay, you know, Sophie wanted to take a nap. She was too. I put her up there, and not really thinking anything. it was daylight, not a big deal, right? So I get her to go to sleep. I go, I shut the door. It's an old, old house, like old house. So it kind of creaks. I go back downstairs. I heard the biggest like, like boom. Like, like books dropped on the floor, just something heavy 
or I mean, it like yeah, I looked like up and I go, dropped. What, what, "What is going on?" And I ran upstairs so crazy, I could not open the door. The door was like jammed. <laughs> I started freaking out. So then she wakes up and she's freaking out. My father in law comes up there, kind of like just jags a little bit and is able to open it way quicker than I am. There's not one thing on the floor that dropped. There's no way. There's n- like, the noise could not have come from anywhere. I grabbed my kid so fast and I was like, "I am never coming Done. back. Like this is insane." So of course that would hurt the dad, you know, because this house is so charming and he's put so much work into it. And he was like, okay, I'm going to have someone come here. So he had like a medium or whatever it is that visits ghosts. The paranormal activity. Something something like that, but like a really well-known one. Came in there right away, sensed it, was like, whoa. Long story short, they were able to get it on audio, which I still have. I'll send it to you and Stephen if you ever want to hear it. Of it kind of breaking up of like white noise. And they're literally saying, and it's a very friendly ghost. There's nothing wrong with this like spirit ghost, whatever you want to call it. And uh, it was saying, I like Rick. And that's the name of the dad. And he's like, I like it. Like, I don't. And he's like, you need to leave. You need to. So. After this, no, it's like I wish all real. That everyone could see me right now. Like every I, hair on my body is standing. And I up wish my I was a better storyteller because it's so good. And I heard the white noise, the audio. It was so freaky. So yes, it was the kid that passed away in the seventies. And it, the whole thing is just—it's it, insane. But that after that medium left, had the conversation. Rick says maybe once or twice a year there'll be little things like with the sure. cabinets open. Uh, just little things to be like, it's still there, but it's definitely giving privacy. Are they still in the same home? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I, like, love, love, love a good ghost story. So I something similar happened to us one time, but it was not our house. So every year uh, we would go to Ventura for the 4th of July. Uh, Stephen's little sister and her husband lived there, and so it was just fun. It was 20 degrees cooler, the fireworks, all the things. So one year in particular, we decided to stay overnight. We got a hotel in downtown Ventura. And when we looked at this hotel, at the time it was what we could afford. And and Addison was a baby. I did not and was not pregnant with Austin yet, but Addison was probably, I don't know, 16 months or something like that. Like she was barely talking. And when we searched this hotel, it was said to have had a history of paranormal activity. And you still booked it? We had already paid for it. And there okay, was like okay. a no refund policy. Got it. So well, like yeah. off the bat, I was like really like apprehensive about staying there because I believe that those things can be real. Like, right. I mean, I, I believe in evil and good. You know, I believe that those things happen. I believe that spirits can get trapped in between yes, um, different t- places. And, and right. That's exactly my, uh, the scenario that I just told you about. Right. And they're not all bad. Yeah. Right. And I, I totally believe that yeah. the devil is real and like there can be really awful things. So we go to this hotel to drop our stuff off. Then we're going to go to my sister-in-law's hangout. And within minutes of going up, we were creeped out already creeped out drop our bags in this room and it's old like this this hotel i wish i could remember the name of it maybe when we post this i'll post the name of the hotel it was old like everything was really really old the furniture was really old the walls were old everything like it just hadn't been updated but you could tell people paid to stay there a lot yeah so several things on the website describe what would happen there they would hear the woman i I forget how she died but they would hear her uh walking the halls in the middle of the night they would hear her crying Oh, my God. Sobbing. You could smell her rose perfume. It was like a, a rose-scented perfume that you could smell. So several things. So I immediately go into this hotel already, like, fearful, like everything else. So we drop our luggage. We make it to our room. And it's the old school. Like, you have, like, a key that turns. There's no, like, scanning a card. There's a key to get in your room, right? That's how old this place is. So we put our luggage down. And as we're leaving, my mother and father-in-law stayed there as well. We walk down, see their room. And as we turn to come down the stairs, I'm holding baby Addison. And it was like you walked into 
but like it hits you in the face like a door. This rose-scented perfume. It wasn't there before, Jessica. And like, I'm not, you can't make this stuff up. You just can't. If I didn't experience it, I would not probably believe it as much as I do now. Right, right. And given this situation, you smell the air in here. Smell clean. There's no perfumes, nothing like that. It was like that walking around this building. It had this old smell to it because the building was old. But then you just like literally walked into a fog of this rose-smelling perfume. And Stephen turns around and stops immediately. And Stephen loves this kind of stuff. Like every horror movie, he's into it. Any kind of like, he listens to like scary podcasts. Ah, Like he loves this stuff. And he stops dead in his tracks and turns around to me and Addison. I'm holding the baby. And he says, do you smell that? And I said, yes. And we bolted, bolted, right? So we go, have a great afternoon, come back to stay the night. And we brought our pack and play. Addison is next to me in the bed. And Stephen is next to me on the other side, right? I have never been so scared in my entire life. Everything that we saw was or had read before about the hotel was very true. I woke up at about 3 o'clock in the morning, and apparently Ooh, there is this witching hour. 3 yep. to 4 is a witching hour, right? I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, and as clear as day, I could hear a woman, a person, I assumed it was the woman, walking down the hallway, back and forth, pacing, and I could hear the sobbing. It wasn't as loud as, I know, I could cry right now. It wasn't as loud as, say, if you sat here and cried, but it was this faint whisper of a sob, but it was weird because you could clearly hear it. No talking, just sobbing as she was pacing up and down the hallway. And then you could hear her as she would get outside of our door. You could hear it a little bit louder, but it was still almost this faint sob. And then you would hear her go down the other end of the hallway. Then you would hear her come back. How long did that last? All night. Stephen and I didn't sleep a wink. So Stephen woke up. He heard it too. I literally reached over and grabbed his hand and he was like, I know. It's okay. I hear it too. It's okay. It's okay. So, so I couldn't make this story up. Until we both when? Until what? 6 a.m.? Oh my God. We got up at 6 and like left. And we were so exhausted because we didn't sleep all night. We heard it all night. So here's the creepiest part and then I'll end the story here. I got up to check on Addison. She's next to the bed. And when I got to her, she's sound asleep, none the wiser. But when I got to her, I smelled the perfume over her pack and play. No. I snatched my baby up out of the pack and play and put her in the bed with me. And until the sun came up, I did not sleep a wink because I could smell. It was like she was standing over the pack and play. Oh my gosh, my skin is crawling. Telling you, I'm, I, so nothing, I've never experienced something scarier than that. Like I have oh a ton gosh. of stories of things that have happened. I don't feel good right now. I know, I know. I was, but no, no one harmed us. It doesn't matter. It's still freaky. It's freaky, right? So we literally put Addison in the bed with us and didn't sleep a wink until the sun came up till we knew it was safe to get out of there and get to my sister-in-law's when they would be awake at a normal hour. And we ran. Like I've never been so scared in my entire life. So your in-laws didn't hear any of this. They, they were, slept. Frankenland can sleep through a tornado. But they were down. They were downstairs. They literally. So they you slept were on down the, the hall hunt. from us, and they didn't hear anything. In another room, he said they didn't hear a single thing. They were like, I can't believe this. But they sleep with a noise machine, and they turn it to max volume. Like they Maybe that's what and you Frank snores. Did. I know. I'm telling you. But then I was like, Oh man, I can't have that white noise playing because you know spirits they feed through the white noise. Yep. Yep. All right. Some uh, scary so, business. So this, this whole catching up uh, 20 <laughs> minutes wasn't really what I expected. <laughs> I started, started like bitching about my uh, my gas tank, and now I am scared to go to any old hotel that requires a key not a key card. See? There, Thank there it is. Thank you so much, Deanna. So well, uh, there's your spooky flashbacks for I know. Today. I guess we're usually talking about celebrities and stories about the mansion and the bachelorette, but today we decided to scare you real good. Yeah, because I'm actually scared. <laughs> and speaking of, we are going to our first Hollywood event that we haven't gone to in so long. So when we come back here on flashbacks, maybe we'll have some good stories, maybe not. But uh, And we have some great guests coming up in the next couple of yes, weeks. Right? Yep. Yes, I'm so excited for that. All right, I'm Jessica Hall. I'm Deanna Stagliano, and this is Flashbacks. Flashbacks. 